are listening to the AI with Maribel Lopez podcast, or AI with ML. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining. The AI with ML podcast is produced bi-weekly with occasional bonus episodes. This podcast shares the stories of the people behind the new world of data and AI. What are they creating and why does it matter? If you like this episode, please subscribe so you can easily find the podcast again. You can also share your feedback and ideas with me on Twitter and LinkedIn. All links are in the show notes. Extended show notes can be found at AIwithML.com slash podcasts. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Maribel Lopez, and I am joined here today with Alex Hegerup. He is the CEO and founder of Vic AI. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? Hey, Maribel. It's good to meet you. So I believe everybody on this call should know what a CEO is and have some idea of what they do. So perhaps we could get started by explaining what Vic AI does. Yeah, absolutely. And and thanks so much for having me. I'm going to have an awesome conversation. Um, yeah, so so with Vicky, I, um, it's it's a long story, but uh, if I try to simplify it, uh, the, one of the things that we wanted to do with Vicky AI is to create AI that is able to perform accounting transaction classifications. So it's a global problem. Every company generates accounting transactions all day long by all of the activities that they are doing and all of them need to be classified appropriately or accurately and then placed into the company's general ledger so we wanted to build ai that is able to do this autonomously without uh, human supervision or human intervention so that's in short what the ai is up to and was that the original problem you were trying to solve when you were thinking about the company or how has that concept evolved since you first started? Yeah, so there was two uh, two main uh, things we wanted to solve and those are still the two main things we're trying to solve. One is the, one is the problem of accounting transactions and making it into uh, an autonomous process uh, performed by AI. Which is a really interesting problem if you're a little interested in finance and accounting and technology. And then the second thing that we realized and observed is that companies have little insights into their data and into their spend and cost side. So we knew that if we cracked the first problem, we would be able to crack the second problem, which is in real time to give better insights and advice from companies' uh, costs and spend. So those are the two initial things that we, we wanted to solve and that we're still working hard at, at getting to. Um, perhaps a little known fact, I actually started my career in accounting. So maybe I really wanted to do this podcast because I was interested in seeing what the changes were in the field. And it's changed a lot. So many times, you know, we understand the problem that we're trying to solve as a company that is starting a business and, and looking at technology. And you, you just mentioned that, but the solution isn't necessarily as straightforward to create as we thought. Is there anything that surprised you as you were actually trying to build the solution? You know, you, people say, well, you know, we want to automate that or we want to streamline that. And you're like, yeah, great. That seems like a great idea. Let's do this. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, 
Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that sounds very familiar. Yeah. So um, we, uh, yeah, and and absolutely, there there's a couple of things uh, that we've learned along the way here. And I would say we started we started with a very solid understanding of of what accounting is and how it's performed by by nature of our history. I, I sort of grew up in my mom's accounting firm, um, and from very early was given a computer and, and taught how to do things. So, uh, so, and then continued to study finance and accounting. And I've been doing accounting in my previous uh, companies, as well as being part of a, a large cloud accounting platform and developed that. So we have a foundational understanding of, of accounting uh, and, and accounting transaction processing and specifically invoice processing, which Vic AI is focused on. Um, but, but still, um, you, you start with this novel idea that, uh, that you know, um, we, we have a car here that's able to autonomously drive around in the streets. You would think that accounting transactions, you would, you would think that an AI would be able to accurately classify accounting transactions. But um, I think what surprised me was, uh, was, was maybe like maybe mainly two things. One thing is it's surprising surprisingly how long time it takes to just make sense of the data um, as to how it relates to the problem you're trying to solve. It's, it's just very experimental uh, and, and, and you just have to iterate and iterate and iterate. So, so that, that surprised me how long it would actually take to decipher and understand the data, even though it's a problem we understand really well. So sort of connecting uh, our understanding of the problem from a human perspective into a way that computers can make sense of it, that took a long time. And it was surprisingly how hard that was. Um, And I think the second one is is kind of when you start peeling the layers, you see how many different ways that companies choose to solve essentially the same problem, which is which is accounting or transaction processing or invoice processing, and and it's just in, in you know <laughs> I think we I think we stumbled upon an order of magnitude more permutations than expected, and just the differences in ways people are doing it, and, and all of the edge cases. So so I think you know even if you have a solid understanding of the problem, those are at least uh, a couple of things that come to mind pretty easily. It's interesting you say that because I think you answered my next question, you know, when I'm thinking about automation and AI and, you know, when I think about it, I think that, well, perhaps it's easier because accounting is a more bounded field in terms of process, but you actually just got to the point where you were like, okay, it's a little different everywhere, right? And I think that that's the interesting challenge with looking at something like AI and automation, but anything else you think companies should consider when they look to embrace automation in this field? Yeah, um, definitely. And and I want to say that what we're uh, focused on is, uh, is, 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 or at least the way that we call it is autonomy. And I think that you can be looking for automation or you can be looking for autonomy and they would be slightly different from a technical uh, perspective and, and different in performance. And um, just to, to define that is when we're talking about autonomy, we have 
we have algorithms that are able to make judgment calls and determine whether humans should be involved or not. And when you classically talk about automation, it's more of a rules-based situation where it's very binary uh, what happens and whether it works or not. So I think that a company can uh, can sort of ask for both. And, and depending on who you uh, speak with, you would get answers. But I think that to answer your questions, uh, I think it's really good for, for people to start with what the outcome they want to achieve is. So have a good understanding when you want to, you want to automate something, uh, or you, you even want to, you've read up and you understand uh, what autonomy is and how it distinguishes itself from automation. And you want to try to figure out what are you trying to solve over here? What's your, what's your ideal outcome? So kind of starting there is, 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 you know, do you want to accomplish this? Do you want to accomplish that? What's more important to you? Is it to, you know, elevate the humans that you already have? Is it to reduce uh, FTEs? Is it to reduce the cycle time? Is it to increase accuracy, reduce fraud? You know, kind of these things and the order of the importance of those, I think is a great starting uh, point. And then I think, where you go from there when you have that understanding is then you go to uh, companies or technology vendors and you ask them really specific questions. Um, and then you have them uh, actually demonstrate and show the capabilities uh, that, uh, that that they have. Um, and I do think, if I can say so, in 2022, I think companies should be looking for uh, autonomy instead of automation because it is a much more powerful level of automation to say it that way uh than than you can get from a, a legacy type of automation system i like that because i think it speaks to the intelligence that we're trying to create in systems now as mm -hmm. moving away from rules based but also i think it speaks to control and in accounting but in so many things in life you know uh, people still want to feel that there's a sense of control and a sense of insight that they can provide to that as well. So I think both mm -hmm. of those things are super important. Mm -hmm. What's a common misconception that you see in this space right now? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think this one is this one is quite funny. Um, is Good. we like funny in podcasts? You know, AI is a really serious <laughs> topic. Let's get some fun into this. You know, we've got a camera, we've got AI. Like, how more serious it's, can you be? I know exactly, right? So, so one thing that that cracks me up all the time is that ev everyone thinks that AI is just like one thing. It's like it's all the same. It's like you know, binary. Either it exists or it doesn't exist. So, you know, people think that if if you're using AI or if a company has AI in their product, it's like they have it. They figured it out. It's like it is it. Uh, and and it's pretty it's pretty funny and hilarious actually because it is so many levels of it and so so many uh, let's call it outcomes. So it's really like not not binary at all. Uh, no one has the same. AI capabilities. Um, it's 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 a journey, right? It's measured in in capabilities and accuracies and and ideally levels of autonomy. Uh, so if you're if you're ten percent accurate at something, that is very different from being ninety seven percent accurate about something. But it's it's it it could both be AI, and and that's one of the funny things that I think is a is a very common misconception. Oh, these guys have AI, and those guys have AI, so they they all have it, right? It's the same. And and I think that it's 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 clearly uh, 
just because it's it's new, right? People aren't that read up on the potential differences of, of AI. They don't have a great understanding of how it can perform uh, better or worse. Um, so I, I think that when you compare other things, you know, you have an amateur tennis player and then you have like Federer or Nadal, they're the best in the world. You know, there are levels of differences here. Um, and, and that's the same thing with AI, right? So, so I think people should start thinking about it that way. And, and as part of the, the journey, whether you're developing it as an enterprise internally or you're, you're buying it from a software technology vendor, it is really uh, that that's how it is. And, and you, you got to figure out whether, you know, is there actually AI in there at all? And then where on the scale of, um, you know, performance uh, is the AI. So I think that that's my favorite one, at least. Wow. We could talk about that one all day. Okay. And, <laughs> and, the, and the reason being is, yeah, I spent a lot of time speaking with people about AI and I spent a lot of time speaking to buyers about AI. And the challenge that a buyer has right now is that most of them don't know what AI is. So we talk a lot about, well, what could be AI. And, you know, frankly, I mean, sitting here, I'm, I'm probably closer to the enterprise buyer still trying to figure out what AI is, what AI should be for different organizations. And I really feel the pain and the struggle that they have with trying to assess if something is AI or not, if it is good AI or not, even if they have like, oh yeah, this seems like AI. And it's like, I, how do you measure if if that is the right AI for you? So I think this is a, a critical challenge. I also think it's a critical challenge in the sense that much like, you know, every tech wave, when things started going to cloud, for example, everything became cloud enabled, cloud native, and you had to kind of parse like, well, what's the difference between cloud enabled and cloud native? And now everybody's throwing the AI term into their products. You know, I, I was joking um, uh, with uh, with some folks on the team that you know I'm the AI powered Maribel. Like, who's to say I'm not? Right. So <laughs> it's just really interesting um, for organizations, yeah. right? It, it's like how do, how do you know if you actually have AI or what AI should be, or or how to even assess where it's going forward? So. Um, that's probably not something that's easy for you to give thoughts or guidance on, but just to get back to your point of the issue of uh, misconceptions. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 in my in my world, to a certain degree, it also comes back to what we talked about earlier: is what are you trying to achieve? So, in a way, AI is is just a technology or a method to accomplish something. So, in the highest sense, it doesn't really matter whether it is this technology or that technology that accomplishes your goals. So it's just the fact right now that, that AI is more powerful at solving certain problems than previous types of technologies. That's why everyone wants to label everything as AI because it gives a certain advantage or at least gets people interested. But the if, you, if you're a non-technical buyer and you struggle to wrap your head around you know, levels of AI and trying to assess this versus that, it is, it really comes back to what you're trying to accomplish very well defined. Are you, are you trying to, 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 to get to this level of autonomy or automation, then this technology can get you there. You, you will have to go to an AI solution and then you'll have to start benchmarking them to see which one can actually perform what you 
are trying to accomplish. So, uh, so at least that's a simplified way of, of thinking about it. So we've covered a lot of ground. What do you think is next for Vic AI? I think, or I know what's uh, what's what's next uh, for us. Uh, I mean, it is it is okay, true. I hope you would know what's next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. People expect me to have some sort of idea about that, and and I typically uh, tend to live three to five years ahead of where the company is in terms of where where I wish we were already. So that that helps uh, a little bit. But we're we're obviously on on, a, on 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 two journeys that we set out from the start. One is is to achieve autonomy, which we already have. It's quite remarkable how how it works and 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 our customers clearly love it some of them didn't even believe us uh before they started using the platform and and getting that autonomy level as high as possible so that the ai is doing the majority or or or, or almost all of the work is really what we're, we're what we're going for and we're quite far along the the journey on that one uh but there's still uh, a lot of work to be done so that's an important one because that's that's one of the key pillars is is driving autonomy and really being the best in the world at that. So the second one is 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 a is an even longer journey and, and even more ambitious, which is the which is the whole um, sort of real time cost optimization uh, engine that will advise uh, finance teams in real time about how they how they should spend and 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 what they should uh, pay for for various things and and the idea is to to help companies do really really good cost optimization um but there could also be other dimensions to that like uh carbon reduction or optimize your spend for carbon uh footprint so you can start adding or layering in dimensions. It doesn't have to be just the dollar value. It can be all their important dimensions as well. And building out that from the data uh, is, uh, is, a, is, is, is just it's very hard, but it's also very interesting. And, and we're, we're, we're uh, a good ways along um, and hope to have something in market next year already, but it's still going to be a journey over many years. Uh, to, to to build something that that truly uh, has a tremendous effect and ROI for companies, but, uh, but but that is that is absolutely next. Awesome! I I hope that you get to that point. Uh, in this podcast, I usually like to ask if there's any research or AI topics that you know excite the guests that I'm speaking to, and you know, things that people should be looking at today. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, and and my team uh, my team gives me ideas sometimes about what I should uh, you know go and read. Uh, uh, and and one of uh, one of the things uh, that they've pointed me to a while back uh, now is to go go read up on on transformers, which is a, uh, a, a te- technology or a, a method, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, v- very simplified. It's uh, it's it's neural nets that pays attention to to more or all other input elements, sort of at an earlier s- stage of, uh, of of the flow. Um, it's it's the techniques that used in in OpenAI's uh, generative pre-trained transformers or the GPT three in short. Um, and it's it's a very interesting and promising. Uh, area. So uh, so I mean I think that's the the topic that maybe excites uh, a lot going forward right now and 
experimenting with that and see see what can be done. So uh, yeah, that that's an that's an exciting one. Awesome. Well, we're at the end of the podcast, and this is sort of my bonus question that I love to ask everybody because <laughs> it provides um, new insights for me to go do things, and hopefully for the audience as well. So I always ask each guest um, if there is a book, a podcast, an activity activity, a location that you'd like to recommend to the audience. It doesn't have to be tech related. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I, uh, I love a book that I'm reading right now. It's called making sense by Sam mm-hmm. Harris. Um, it's, uh, it's such an interesting collection of, of thought leaders that are talking to Sam about their area of expertise. So I highly recommend that one. It's just, it's just uh, mind blowing. So uh, yeah, I love that one. Awesome. That's fascinating. Now I have something else to read. I was just uh, finishing up a few things. So that's perfect. Well, Alex, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, If we want to find you, where can we find you on social or on the web? Yeah, I am. uh, I am. I guess I'm on LinkedIn as everyone (laughs) as everyone else. Mm -hmm. So that's that's probably the preferred uh, professional uh, network. Um, Easy to find me by my name. Not many people uh, is (laughs) has the same name. So you'll find me there. And and I do uh, look at my inbox there from time to time. Excellent. Well, I look forward to talking to you today. And um, Well, I look forward to speaking with you again and hearing more about your progress. Thank you so much for your time and have a great summer. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Show notes, subscription links, and additional content can be found at aiwithml.com slash podcast. Until next time, wishing you all the best.